Out with the old and in with the new. Good morning, Christian America. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about fasting and what the Pharisees considered heresy and not obeying the commandments or not obeying God's law and what Christ says in response, uh, how he explains that it is not what you put into your body that defiles, but what comes out of your body that defiles. It also explains some of the traditions that were done away with, uh, some of the things that Christ abolished and Christ set right uh, here on earth. We're going to talk, talk about that and more Good morning, Christian America. Oh, good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American Community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company coming to you again this Wednesday on the Good Morning Christian America podcast to discuss and to take uh, another step down the journey of the New Testament take another uh, bite of scripture to uh, nourish us, to fulfill us, to sustain us uh, periodically throughout the week as we enter into uh, Wednesday in the middle of the week where we just got to get over this hump, all right? They call it hump day for a reason. You, you, we started you on Monday to get the inspiration going to uh, get the first day of the week uh, off on the right foot to uh, to energize you, to motivate you, uh, to do good works, and to spread God's message and His love. Uh, we come to you Wednesday to try to sustain that motivation by giving you, uh, providing you with a little bit of uh, of scripture and uh, biblical knowledge as we take another step down the journey of the New Testament every Wednesday. And if you followed this Wednesday podcast. Over the last few weeks, you'll realize that we're in the beginning uh, portion of Matthew. Matthew being a, a pretty long gospel book, uh, but so much knowledge. It's uh, and, and I've talked numerous times about why uh, I particularly love the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, just uh, the sheer fact that you know Christ is is so plain in his language. He's so uh, deliberate in his demeanor uh, to explain you know where he's going. You know what what he's what he's uh, what truth is and, and how we should live and think and fast and 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 treat one another and it, he's he's very articulate he's very plain spoken about some of these things and so you know if I always tell people if you have to start with any book in the Bible if you haven't read the Bible and the, and the Bible is tough to read it's long and it's 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 cumbersome uh, and, and it's in depth if you choose to make it so if you choose to delve into it each each phrase each passage each uh, chapter uh, is so in depth, and and you could dig so deep, uh, intellectually, uh, spiritually, uh, emotionally, mentally, you know, it, you know, naturally, it, it's uh, it can be overwhelming. So what we try to do on this Wednesday is we try to take just a brief snippet through the New Testament uh, to. To, to, to look at what Christ says, look at what he did, look how, how he lived, look how he treated one another, look at the message that he uh, espouses, that he brings to us, his revelation, and, uh, and apply it to how it was then and uh, apply it to what it means to us now. And I think it's through this 
understanding the context of the scripture and applying it to today's reality is something I think that is missing a lot because that is how we get confused into, well, Jesus would do this or Jesus would do that. Um, and it's a bunch of pontificating and estimating uh, about, you know, and, uh, and, and, and usually the person doing that has got his own biases, his or her own biases as to why they, they're saying whatever it is that they're saying. But if you read scripture, we talk about it, we think about it, you don't have to guess. You don't have to ask the question, what would Jesus do? Because he tells us in his words and then in his actions. So uh, it's this what we try to bring to you every Wednesday here on the Good Morning Christian America podcast. And today we're uh, traveling down Matthew 9. And we're starting with verse 14. If you remember last week, we talked about how Jesus said, I didn't come for the, uh, for the righteous, but the sinners. I didn't come uh, for the healthy, but I came for the sick. And uh, at this point in scripture, he's come down off the, the, the mount. He is, uh, he, he's been preaching to his disciples and he's gathering more followers. And some of those followers are quite literally following him are the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin. And they're they're watching Jesus. They're listening to what he's talking about. They're listening to what he's saying. And they're, and they're questioning him uh, more frequently. And today's scripture starts on, on verse 14. Uh, they're, they're questioning whether or not him and his followers fast. Because that's a, you know, that, that's a ritual. That the, that the Jews at the time in ancient Israel uh, have come to follow. And on chapter 14, it starts off, it says, When John's disciples came to him and asked him, How is it that we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? Again, trying to challenge this. And and the challenge not only comes from the Pharisees, but it also comes from others. So John's disciples that are that are referenced in this uh, in this passage right here are John the Baptist's disciples. Remember, before Christ's uh, ministry begins, it's John who is leading the way. It is John who is baptizing people in, in water. It is John who is saying to repent of your sins. He is the one who, who, who leads the way, who begins the process and, and the spreading of the future message to come. And now John doesn't ever want to uh, take credit as being the Messiah. And we'll cover that later where John tells again his disciples are challenging Jesus. And, he's, and, and his, his followers are worried about Jesus becoming greater than John. And John has to set them straight in the future he's gonna he's gonna say that i must decrease so that he must increase john's gonna say that he is not the messiah and let it be known that he i am not the messiah but that the that the messiah is here right and it's not me but that doesn't you know just like jesus's followers don't fully comprehend what jesus is talking about neither the, neither does john's 
So John the Baptist's disciple come to him and say, look, we, we fast as we're supposed to. The Pharisees fast as they're supposed to, but these disciples do not fast. Your disciples, they challenge Jesus, your disciples do not fast. And Jesus answers them in this way. How can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? How can you be sad when the groom is the the bridegroom is with you? I'm here. Fasting is a time of of mourning. Fasting is a time of 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 reflection and of what has transpired, what may transpired. Um, but when you're in the presence of God. When you are in the presence of fasting is also a time for clarity. It's a it's a time for uh, sacrificing your your own uh, wants and desires, and looking towards God for spiritual guidance on where to go, where to move forward. How should I be doing? Reflecting on my out my own actions at a time of struggle at a time of sadness possibly and in this time in a you know a traditionally a time of mourning if someone close to you died or you're going through a bad time you 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 want to recenter yourself by fasting and praying and looking to God for a way forward to do better That is what, that is in the in the tradition of what fasting is about. And Jesus, so Jesus said, "How can you mourn when the bridegroom is with you? How can you look to Christ for, uh, or, or look to God for a way forward when I'm right here, when I'm standing in front of you while I am in your presence?" He said the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them and then they will fast. Why are you mourning? Why are you looking for spiritual guidance when the spiritual guidance is right here? The spiritual guidance, all that you need is right here. When I go away, it's when my followers will fast. It's when they will see a need to seek more guidance through fasting and prayer, but not at this time. He goes on to say that no one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch will pull away from the garment making the tear worse right i mean if 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 you visualize a shirt with a hole in it that's already been worn it's already been washed it's already been shrunken and now it's got a hole in it it's got a tear in it and you try to patch it up with the right size patch of a new piece of cloth when you you can do it 
but when you throw it in the washer, when you throw it in the dryer, when it shrinks, that new piece hasn't shrunk. So it will shrink and it will pull again. And it'll pull at the old, tearing it worse, making it worse. He goes on to say, neither do people pour new wine into old wine skins. If they do, the skins will burst. The wine will run out and the wine skins will be ruined. So they pour new wine into new wine skins and both are preserved. So in the context of this, the way wine was carried in wine skins, they were essentially like animal hides that they would put wine in and they would be able to seal off and close off. And what would happen is that a new wine skin would would hold the wine and 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 it would hold the wine for as long as necessary but once you poured out the wine the inside of it the inside of the wine skin just like anything that would hold water or liquid for a long period of time it would it would shrink it would crack it would dry out it would be weakened so that if you put new wine in there now at a, the, the wine skin at a weakened state it wouldn't hold the wine wine would be everywhere it would it would it would it would crack it would uh the wine would seep through it would burst it wouldn't hold the wine any the, the new wine and so jesus uses this analogy he uses this uh as, as an example of the 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 scripture that we know the old testament and the new and he doesn't disregard the Old Testament, but he comes to level a new, a new covenant, a new way of thinking, a new idea of what it is to be, uh, to be godly, to be, to be on the side of Christ, to, uh, to love and to share and to be compassionate and to uh, take care of your brothers and sisters, to lay down one's life, not to rule but to be uh to serve not to be served but to serve the messiah came uh not to deliver you from death on this earth but to live deliver you from death for eternity he's reshaping the ideas that have already that have long existed they haven't been fully revealed his the god's lessons have haven't been fully revealed yet because he's going to talk he's going to take these ideas of what the messiah is he's going to take these ideas of what uh a key being a king is He's going to take the idea of what being a ruler is, what being a leader is, what following the commandments is. Rigid, strict discipline, tradition that we know it to be, 
at this time. And he changes it. He, he, he doesn't change it. He, he, he better defines it. He uh, identifies the truth of it. That following these commandments is what you should be doing. But you should be doing it in, in this type of manner. In a compassionate way, in a caring way, in a loving way. And then when you run across those individuals who aren't doing, that aren't living up to the standard that has been laid forth by God, how do we change that person's behavior? Do we do it with stones? Do we do it with scorn? Do we do it with ridicule? Do we do it with mockery? Do we do it with physical punishment? Or do we do it with compassion? Do we do it with love? Do we do it with caring and understanding? We still struggle with that today, ladies and gentlemen. We still struggle with that today. There is right and wrong. And we must confront it. We must confront the wickedness with righteousness. We cannot confront wickedness with more wickedness. Earlier in this in the chapter of Matthew, Jesus talks specifically about judging people and taking the beam out of our own eyes, recognizing that we all sin and recognizing that our sins are against God. If we stoned everyone who sinned, we'd all be stoned. We'd all be dead. How about understanding and identifying the problems? And working with those individuals to bring them towards Christ. To bring them towards his message and his love and his compassion and his understanding. Bring, him, bring them towards the truth. And if you listen to Monday about the truth. Who is the truth? What is the truth? It's not simply about being honest. It's about something deeper than that. It's about the way we live. It's about the way we inhabit ourselves, the way we inhabit this earth, how we look towards others, how we look towards who? Christ. Who is the truth? Who is the way? Who is the life? And that's what Christ is saying here. He's saying... This new way with me, in me, through me. Doesn't fit with the old way. You have to change your way of thinking. You have to find new wineskins. You have to find a new garment. Because trying to patch it up isn't going to work. It's going to make things worse. 
that this is the new way. This is the new covenant. This is how we will, uh, you will live a more God-filled life through faith, not merely rituals, not merely rules and laws that you have to abide by, but it's through faith and not faith in you, not faith in me, not faith in whatever it is, not faith in the big building where we all meet and talk about God, but through faith in Christ. Because he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the person we need to look to. He is the bridegroom who is with them at this time. So think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Think about what Jesus is saying. Think about the way we act ourselves. Think about how we judge other people and, and, and the actions that we need to correct without placing judgment on the person. Let's break away from the traditions and focus on the meaning, on the truth. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, as always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. If you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick yourself up some Christian American apparel similar to like the, the Christian American tee that I have on right now, which specifically uh, says the way, the truth, and the life. Right? We know who that is. That's Christ. And we live our lives knowing that. We should be living our lives pointing towards that. Because when John asks Jesus, how do we know the way? Or excuse me, when Thomas asks uh, Jesus, how do we know the way? And Jesus says, he is the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's what we need to be focused on. That's what we need to be, that's who we need to be centered on. That's what we need to be our, uh, guiding our life towards. And you can contribute to the Christian American community by going to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. You can also, uh, we, we encourage everyone to go to YouTube.com, find the Good Morning Christian America podcast, this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Uh, that way it helps us out. Uh, you can go to uh, the Christian American community on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. If you're not on Parler, get on Parler. It's a new uh, uh, social media platform uh, that has not or supposedly is not going to inhibit any uh, of the uh, religious or Christian American speech as some of the other social media platforms uh, have, have been doing lately. Uh, that has not affected us that we know. So that's good news. But you can go to any one of those platforms. Go to Christian American Community. Find us in the uh, uh, in, in the search bar somewhere subscribe to us uh, like us share us tweet us uh, DM us whatever if you're interested in a subject or you want some uh, want us to uh, tackle a certain subject uh, let us know stay abreast of the Christian American ongoings um, as we put out content uh, daily uh, and with that ladies and gentlemen 
as you go out into the world today, be on fire for Christ. Look towards Him. Live in recognition of Him. Understand that His love and His compassion will guide us, will guide you in the right direction. Recognize that He is ever-present and that He has placed you on the path that He wants you to be on. And it's incumbent upon us to use that path, to use where he has placed us, to do the works that he has set up in advance for us. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday when we focus on the family, you guys stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.